This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, Virginia Beach, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Kim Cecchio. Hello, and welcome to the Good Neighbor Podcast, Virginia Beach. Today, I am here with Kelly Shepard, who is owner of a business called what the farm so um what the farm was nominated by another local business owner and i've kind of snooped around on your website and saw a little bit about what you all do so please um share with our listeners um what the farm (laughs) what it's all about all right well thank you so much for having me today um my husband and i own a regenerative farm in virginia beach um and for for our purposes, regenerative means something that's good for the soil first. It's good for the animals that we grow here and good for the community. Um, we're first generation farmers, meaning nobody in our family has ever been on a farm. Um, mm-hmm. So we have learned a lot the hard way and we've had some really good friends help us. Um, but it was just a passion project for my husband and I after we lived in Australia for three years. And so um, I don't know if you want me to tell you the story about how we yeah. got. Yeah, we would love that. I, you know, that's usually the next thing I'm going to ask. And I saw, like I said, I saw a little bit on your website. I just thought it was so interesting and love that, you know, we can share, share your story on this podcast. So yeah, please go ahead. Awesome. Okay. So, um, we are a military family. My husband actually just retired about a year ago, um, after 24 years in the Navy And so from 2015 to 2018, we were stationed in Australia, right outside of Sydney. And um, it was an amazing experience for us and our three kids. And one of the things that we discovered by living outside of our own country is that the American food system has some real challenges. Um, In my opinion, it's really a broken system. And it's one that you don't realize is broken unless you get out of it for a little bit. And so our experience in Australia, the first week of school, um, you know, just like every other mom, I go to the store, I buy a week's worth of food, all the fruits and veggies, the bread, everything that my kids need for their lunches. Um, And two days after um, I I bought all that stuff, the food started going bad. Like the, the vegetables were like starting to rot and the bread was starting to get mold on it. And I was really frustrated until I understood what was actually happening. This is the natural process that food goes through when it's not, um, doesn't have tons of preservatives on it. And so that was the beginning. That was the first week we were there. And so for three years, we really learned about fresh food and shopping almost daily for your groceries and and all of those things. Um, and when we traveled back to America to visit family and friends, we would actually get sick from eating at fast food restaurants. Um, we would all be super excited to go to the fast food restaurants because we hadn't seen them in forever. And then we would all get just really sick from that. And so when we came back uh, to Virginia Beach, we've, we have been in Virginia Beach for 20 years. So when we came back, my husband said, let's buy a little farm. Um, and I was like, okay, sure. <laughs> let's buy a farm. So <laughs> we bought a farm. Uh, we started off on just seven acres And, um, we had no idea what we were doing. So we just got some baby chicks. 
Um, we got some livestock guardian dogs and our last name is Shepherd. So we bought sheep and that's literally how we made our decisions when we first started. Uh, and so that was in 2018. And, um, my husband, like I said, he retired in May, a year and a half ago, and now he's a full-time farmer. So we do chicken, pork, beef, lamb, and turkeys for Thanksgiving. Um, and yeah, it's just been a very adventurous ride. You know, we named it what the farm for a reason, because it, we say that on a regular basis, like what the farm are we? <laughs> I love that. Um, yeah. I mean, the name alone, when I saw that come across, I was like, okay, I need to know more about this business. This is <laughs> funny. <laughs> and I have a feeling I'm going to, you know, um, be a little surprised at, you know, how this came about. So um, yeah, you know, it's funny because um, I went to Spain, um, gosh, maybe a month, a month and a half ago. And we, we all, you know, like you said, you leave the country and you don't realize, and although I was there for like a week, you know, on a vacation, but mm -hmm. I just, we just ate like crazy tons of food. Never did I feel sick. Did I feel bloated? You know, and then when I came back to the States, I had not gained any weight. Mm -hmm. And all of us that went on the trip, we were we were talking about that. And we were like, what's in our food that's so different? Because our experience just in a week was a lot different than what we typically feel like, you know, eating like that in the States. We did not hold back. And then um, another thing is uh, my mom used to live in Okinawa. And I remember um, the refrigerators were so small. The shopping carts are so small. And, you know, you sharing that just reminded me of when I was there and they're like, you don't need to shop for, for two weeks worth. Like you can't shop for two weeks worth of groceries because it's going to go bad because it's so fresh. And I remember um, just eating the strawberries and the strawberries didn't taste like strawberries in the States. They tasted so sweet. They were tiny, but like had so much flavor. So um, I love that you've taken that and brought it back to a little part of Virginia Beach. So while you were there, did you did you garden? Like, did you even get to practice before buying a farm? Yes and no. So I've always gardened. Now, funny enough, now I'm a terrible gardener because it takes so much time growing like animals and animals are much easier. Plants die way quicker than animals do in my experience. Yeah. While I was there, I've always gardened and um, we had a tiny little backyard because we were in a suburb of Sydney, um, but we made, you know, just little tiny gardens out there for, from pots and things like that. Um, so, yeah, no, but as far as like running a farm, we had zero experience when mm -hmm. we started. And it's, it's something that I love to share with people because if I was my background, I was a dance teacher. OK, so I taught dance in high school. Um, I also uh, spent once my kids, once my third child was born, I was making less money than I was spending and in daycare as a teacher. So I stayed at home um, and then I spent 12 years in direct sales. So coaching women, um, mostly women and and just I had, it was nothing to do with farming is what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. I have zero background <laughs> in um, anything with animals at yeah. all. So, but I love to tell people that because I think people are becoming more and more aware 
of the, the problems that we have with our food and they don't feel like they can do anything about it. Um, and I can tell you this, if my husband and I can start a farm, anybody, anybody can start <laughs> at all. So, um, I don't want people to be discouraged by the, the, the situation that we have mm -hmm. right now. Yeah. Well, that's, that's pretty amazing that you, um, are doing something to at least, you know, change your life and your family's life um, with regard to the way that you eat. And um, so, so what are some misconceptions that people may have about what you do or farming or anything like that? I think one of the biggest misconceptions for meat farmers, okay, so for people who are growing animals for food, is that, um, you know, that we don't love those animals, that we don't think that their lives are precious. We most certainly do. Um, I have a lot of people that send me messages on Facebook and they're like, I'm sorry, I have to unfollow you because the animals are so cute and it hurts my feelings when they're, when I'm eating. And so, um, and I get that. I, I understand that it is not an easy thing to do to take a life, no matter what type of animal it is. Um, and it's important to understand that that life is serving a purpose to, to nourish people. And we want to respect that. We don't want to waste food. We don't want people to waste food. Um, but it's hard. It's hard for people that grow animals. We take really good care of these guys. Like we make sure they have the very best life they can. Um, and ultimately we know that they're they're going to have one bad day here on the farm and, and that life is going to go to nourish humans and, and people. And so um, I think that's one of the misconceptions. And um, also another misconception is that a farm is a business. You know, people don't realize that. I think, you know, they, they, I think that people think that it's just a, something that you do because your parents did it. Um, but it's very hard to run a farm business. You know, profits are slim. You know, our margins are really small. You have to be really creative. And so it really is a, a very sophisticated business. You know, it's not mm -hmm. you know, throwing some animals in the backyard and, you know, going to a farmer's market every once in a while. Right. Well, thank you for sharing that. Um, I'm sure it's it's work probably a little fun too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but outside of that, what do you do for fun when you're not, I mean, you know, your business is different than a lot of other people that I interview because your business is your, is your life, is your lifestyle. You know, a lot of these other businesses that I interview for the podcast, shutting their doors, going home. And yeah. then, you know, they get to tell me, well, this is what I like to do for fun. So do you ever get to, you know, kind of disconnect and do something outside of that that is fun for you and your family? Yes and no. So we're working on it. So um, for anybody that's listening that has um, a spouse in the military, I'm sure you can imagine it is very hard to to transition from military life to retired life. Um, my husband will tell you he works harder now than he did when he was in the military. Um, which is absolutely true. And it's hard for him to stop because our job is our home and mm -hmm. our home is our job. And, you know, animals have to be fed every day. It doesn't matter if it's Christmas or if it's your birthday or a holiday um, or the weekend. And so um, it has been 
a challenge for us to get away, but we're getting better at it. Yeah. Um, we do a lot of, um, Chris is going to take the kids hunting in two weeks on a trip and I'm going to stay here and then I'm going to go somewhere and he's going to stay here. We do a lot of that, like kind of back and forth. Um, but we're working, we're growing to a point where we can hopefully hire someone else at least part-time to be here so that we can get away. Um, we love to travel. Uh, we love to go to other countries and see, you know, different cultures and things like that. So that's what I love to do. But I truly, truly love helping other people. So I love opening my door and teaching people. My mom and I teach classes on how to make your own bread, how to can, how to, you know, make apple butter and we do children's classes too. So I love, I really love what we do here and it brings me a lot of joy and a lot of energy. Um, and we're getting there. We're eventually, we're going to take a nice long vacation. I know it. Yes. Well, good. Um, well, so along the way, I'm sure you've had a lot of challenges. Um, can you share with us a hardship or a life challenge, even maybe prior to this, something that you kind of went through that got you to where you are today or made you the person you are today? Um, I think I have the challenges that we've had here are there's just, there's so many things that you can't control. Like you have zero control over the weather and hurricanes and, um, sickness that sometimes animals come to the farm with and, um, just learning. I, I am a perfectionist by nature and that is not something that you can do on a farm. There's no such thing as a perfect farm. Um, you can't, there's no planning that can can give you all the tools that you need. And so, um, yeah, I think it's just getting that thick skin and, and understanding that some things are out of your control and you just have to learn and you got to fail forward fast, right? You got to yeah. make a mistake and get right back up. Um, and so we've had lots of challenges with animals dying, you know, having sickness or, you know, not understanding that they needed something that our land didn't provide for them, you know, and those are things that you just don't know until you get a little experience under, under your belt. Um, and so that's where most of the challenges are. It's also a challenge for our kids. This is a very different life for them. Um, our oldest is married and gone. And so she was 16 when we moved here. And um, then our two younger ones have kind of grown up on the farm. So, um, they have to do a lot of work, you know, and it's a challenge trying to to teach them, especially when they've lived a different life. You know, they lived on the right. beach of Sydney and they right. surf for fun. And now <laughs> they get up before school and they feed animals and and things like that. So um, lots of challenges, but everything, every challenge that we have, we've grown from, which has been really good. Right. Um, well, what's one thing that you wish people knew about what the farm that you maybe haven't already shared? Um, we do a lot of educational programs for kids. Um, like I said before, I was a school teacher. Um, I do believe that if we want to change the food system, we have to start with children. Um, adults are set in their ways for the most part. We're not going to change the minds of a lot of adults. Um, but we do homeschool classes. We do a summer camp. and um, I just, I, that's one of the things that, that we haven't talked about yet that is really, really important to me is really educating young people and showing them um, a simpler way to, to eat and to understand where their food comes from. 
I also um, saw, do you have an online store or? We do. So okay. we do most of our sales, um, we do at the farmer's market. So we actually go to a farmer's market. I'm heading to one right after you and I chat today. Mm -hmm. So we do a couple of farmer's markets in town. We do some online sales and we have a buyer's club. So we have a monthly subscription. And okay. so um, once a month and they pick up a box and 75% um, of it is from our farm and the other 25% is from other local vendors. So we like to highlight other companies that that we love, that we're friends with, um, that do really good things in the community and share their products um, with our customers. Oh, OK. I love that. So, well, speaking of, uh, you know, other companies that you love um, in Virginia Beach, what are some of the some of your favorite places when you do get to go out or enjoy yeah. a dinner out or anything like that? Um, or, you know, what are some of your favorite business that you like to partner with? So I can tell you all the greatest like farmer's market artisans that there are. Okay. I, all <laughs> of them. Uh, I love so many of the farms out here. I do feel like the best food you can make is at your own house personally. Mm -hmm. um, but my birthday's tomorrow. I'm going to heirloom which oh, is courthouse yes. area. Mm -hmm. um, so I love all of the farm to table places. Um, Coastal Cattle has an amazing monthly farm to table dinner. So like once a month that, and I love, those are the types of businesses mm -hmm. that I do um, to support and to go out to. Um, yeah, there's just tons. There's so many great places. Um, the porch is one of my favorites. And, um, yeah. Those All are right. And Commune is wonderful. Mm -hmm. so they do really, really good work. And um, I just love all the mom and pops, no matter what kind of store they are, where, uh, no matter what they're selling. If there's a family that's in there and it's their business, those are the people that I just love to go in and see what they're doing and, and support those places. So, yeah. Well, I'll get with you after the this episode and you can maybe share some um, nominations for the for the podcast so we can learn sure. more about them as well. Um, so how do our listeners find you and find what the farm, what's your website, social media, all of that? OK, so if you Google what the farm will come up, especially what the farm, Virginia, um, but our website is what the farm and then our Instagram and Facebook are what the farm VA for Virginia. And um, Instagram is where you're going to get the most updated stuff mm -hmm. there almost daily. Um, but yeah, you can find our information on the website. Um, we love to do farm tours. We love to have people out. Um, we really believe in transparency. So we like people to see exactly what's happening here um, so that they have a better understanding of where their food's coming from. All right. Well, perfect. Thank you so much, Kelly, for being on our show today. I love learning more about what the farm and, um, you know, having you on here to share with our listeners. So I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast, Virginia Beach. To nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show, go to gnpvirginiabeach.com. That's gnpvirginiabeach.com or call 
3690.